Hi, this is Juliana Sauber, traditional naturopath. Um, I'm back, it's March 25th, 2020. Um, probably the most unusual March <laughs> of my lifetime as we are in a full lockdown quarantine, if you will. Uh, so the purpose of this wellness series of talks is to bring people together, to give us an opportunity to be in community, and then also stay focused forward on actions and things that we can do to support our bodies through all of this and um, come out the other side, I think stronger and uh, more empowered and uh, with a lightness of step. Um, so I was thinking about this morning, one of my favorite phrases is, what could go right? Think of the things that could go right. And um, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of stay in that because we're at the beginning of what is a big change um, and a very different way of working. Um, we are used to as Americans just going as we please and doing as we please. And we've got some limitations, which also gives us an opportunity to reflect in and um, bring up and heal and do the work that we can do in this time where we actually have an opportunity to rest and we have space to do those things. So I was thinking about what could go right. What could go right is we come out stronger as a people um, happier and more joyful because we've recognized the, the great blessings that we have around us. Um, we have had a chance to heal some of the things that have been slowing us down and limiting us. We have learned more about how to support our bodies and how to be more empowered uh, because we can recognize that in this situation that we have a system that is limited and not able to fully support us so it's up to us really to uh, learn how to support ourselves and do the right things. And we can come out stronger as a community. We can recognize that even if we can't be in physical proximity with each other, hi Renee, we can uh, reach out to each other and connect through the amazing internet. <laughs> so that's super exciting. Um, so I want to kick into, um, the content for today. I uh, wanted to tell a little bit of a story to begin with. I, um, I was, a, I like, like to refer to it as a snotty teenager. And I don't mean that in a, cause some teenagers are pretty snotty, right? That's an attitude thing. I'm talking about, I had lots of colds and flus. I was sick pretty regularly. Um, I remember sitting in class and my nose was running so badly. My, my Kleenex was done. I was too afraid to leave class because the teacher would yell at me and I didn't know what to do. And I remember that being a very frequent thing for me. And then our youngest son had very similar situations starting at a very young age. He was the kid that was, if I had a kid homesick, it was him. If I had a kid with a snotty nose, it was Liam. And four or five times a winter, he would end up with um, some sort of thing taking him down. And um, through the course of time, we figured out some of the reasons why. So I'll share some of those with you. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm also going to share some other thoughts on supporting your immune system and detoxification because they really do go hand in hand. Um, one thing that was given to me by an amazing naturopath is that we are in a season of sugar. I love that phrase. And it really illustrates where we're at. It, we start with Halloween, October 31st, 
and we, we go through Easter and we have one sugar holiday after another. One more reason to eat candies and cakes and things like that. And granted, don't get me wrong, they taste pretty darn good. I get it. <laughs> but one of the things that they've shown through research studies is that sugar depletes our immune system by up to 50% for four hours. Uh, and we have a lot of sugar in our kids' environments as well. Um, it's not uncommon for me to see the candy box in the classroom. And when the kids do something good, they can go choose a candy. Um, or in the middle school, when they do something good, they give away a two liter of soda. And I think what we've done is we've encouraged sweets to be our way of expressing um, a congratulations and it's our way to connect with each other. And I believe we can find better ways to do that that really support us. So um, working to get out of the season of sugar um, is something to be aware of. Carbohydrates lead to toxic hunger too. They make us wanna eat more. And, and when we can't go to the grocery store as readily as we have been, we have to be thinking about the things that can support our bodies um, in a healthy way and also that won't drive us to hunger. Well, I actually made a sheet pan of gluten-free cookies and um, I got four Ziploc bags and everybody got their, their portion. When it's gone, it's gone. And it sounds like, um, an un uh, it sounds like this, I'm freaking out, but I'm not really freaking out because what I recognized it as is that limitation is healthy for us because it, it made me aware that I ate them too fast. <laughs> And, you know, we joke about it. Like my son, Liam and I will probably eat the cookies first and my husband third and my older son, Alex, might have them for two months. He just doesn't, he doesn't go in that direction. So it makes me more aware of my own behavior. Um, and of course, because we're limited in our travel, it also then we use up less of the resources we have available to us. <coughs> One of the things that I... Um, learned as I was doing some Ayurveda lessons is that when we are very dry, we tend to allow in more um, <clears throat> toxins and things along those lines. So we have a mucosal layer throughout the body. We have snot layer, if you will, inside the nose. We have it in our mouth. We have it all the way down and through the digestive system. And it is a protective layer as things come through um, it protects us from those things. It like traps the incoming th particles. Um, it can trap incoming germs, fungus, mold, etc. Um, and it also contains immune system uh, activators. So there are there are elements of our immune system that actually live in this mucosal layer. So in the snot, and when your body's producing more snot, it's producing more immune system response <clears throat> because it has identified more of a trigger. I work with a lot of individuals who have lost their mucosal layer in their digestive system. And that snot layer is really protective. It's also a house for the probiotics, the good bacteria that support us. Um, and I, I want to be careful about, I don't want to identify um, good bacteria versus bad bacteria as if we have to get rid of the bacteria, because that's not really going to be very supportive for us because the then what we consider non-beneficial bacteria in our bodies, actually we put them to work. We, we have a synergistic relationship with them, but it needs to be in balance. There should be a certain number of beneficial bacteria and a certain number of non-beneficials. And I can't give you a number because it's different for every person. 
but actually in the microbiome, if we have 100 trillion human cells, we have 10 times that in bacteria and we have 10 times 10 in viruses. So we already exist in symbiosis with these other um, living elements. Um, again, it's about the balance and, and the terrain. So even Louis Pasteur, who coined the germ theory of illness, later in his life said, actually, it's not the germs that matter, matters, it's the terrain of the human or the dogs or the cats. It's the terrain of, terrain of the living thing that determines whether or not they get sick. So if you look at a classroom full of kids and you've got 25 kids in there and six of them that get sick often and most of the rest don't get sick too often, maybe occasionally, their terrain, those six kids, their terrain needs more assistance than maybe some of the others do. And it does get into genetics, but epigenetics plays a role. That is your environmental inputs. That is the food, the chemicals, the, the medications, the supplements, the words, the thoughts, the experiences, the stress, all of those things trigger genetic response. And that is epigenetics, which is an incredible study of how we are, we react to our external environment. And the beautiful thing is, and we're, we're sort of, this message is getting stronger is we have control over that. In the end, we have control over everything in our bodies, which I think is super cool. So I wanted to talk to one of the first things I did, um, which helped my son. I was talking about snotty-nosed kid who <laughs> was sick a lot. And, and it was really interesting because I was doing some research into the environmental impacts of construction because that's our main business and um, was shocked to find out the number of chemicals with volatile organic compounds and all of these chemicals in them that hurt our bodies. They affect our endocrine system, they affect our immune system, they affect the lungs. And so one of the things that I did was I thought, oh, I don't really want my kids or us being impacted by all of that. So I went to a non-toxic cleaning system. And at the time I did vinegar, baking soda, and lemon juice were our three primaries. Um, I would occasionally throw in a, um, a store-bought cleaner, but I found a lot of those were not as clean as they had said they were. There's something called greenwashing, where companies say that they're, they're have an environmentally friendly or a clean toxin or clean cleaner, if you will, and it's really not. So um, I utilize the Environmental Working Group website a lot to look up things. And there's an app called Think Dirty where you could actually barcode scan things and it gives things a grade. So I know a lot of people are running around with cans of Lysol right now. And so I thought I would go to the Environmental Working Group's website and look up Lysol. And they grade uh, these chemicals on an A through F rating. And Lysol gets an F. Um, in part because of moderate asthma and respiratory concerns and also um, effects on the endocrine system. And um, as I'm talking through two pieces of that, we're talking about uh, respiratory concerns being on the rise and all part of the, the illness that we are sequestering ourselves to avoid. Um, and environmentally reproductive toxicity means it's affecting the endocrine system. And your thyroid helps you to get the fuel, the energy for healing. So the thyroid is going to be very, very important. Um, stress. I talked yesterday about stress. 
all indications are that our immune system is lowered when we are stressed. So a big theme, an emotional theme of right now is fear, fear and worry. So that was why I started this series with how do you help eliminate fear, reduce your worry, transform it into forward momentum and positivity is because it, you, can, you can supplement until you're about to pass out, <laughs> hypothetically, right? Um, but if you're still stressed out and in a lot of worry, you're going to be working against yourself. So it's sort of two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. Uh, so you have to manage the stress and worry and find ways to eliminate that. So I did that in yesterday's talk, but I'm also going to add a few things today. One thing that was incredibly beneficial for my son was to cut cow's milk dairy out. He had carried chronic fluid on his ears in addition to all the colds and, and things like that. And when we cut dairy out, it took a little time for his body to detoxify that. He doesn't get sick. I can't tell you the last time the kid had some sort of uh, contagious thing. He might, um, you know, not sleep well and want to stay home from school, but those aren't because of the, those aren't because of an external thing. Those are because, well, he's 18 and sometimes we stay up late when we're not, when we shouldn't. Um, I mentioned sugar and carbs. Good opportunity to start to change over to a lifestyle that reduces sugar and carbs because they do lower your immune system and they have impact on everything else. Um, so a few replacements. Um, fruit is a great replacement for sugar. I have found that what I do is I'll buy a bag of organic frozen fruit from Costco or Myers or wherever you have access to it and I will defrost um, a bowl of it and then when I have my moments of I really would like something sweet I'll go and have a few spoonfuls of, spoonfuls of that fruit and that really helps me to avoid that demand for sweet. Um, I, I do better when the carbs aren't even available. And now I'm, now I'm good, like I can avoid and resist, but at first it was better to just not have them around. <laughs> so that might be something you could do. Um, celery and peanut butter. Oddly enough, I had that for breakfast this morning because I thought the celery helps to support cleansing my kidneys and my liver and it's got good minerals in it. And um, then I'm getting the protein from the nut butter, et cetera. Um, so that's, that's one of my favorites that I used to do and I stopped doing it. So I'm bringing it back in. Um, I mentioned dehydration and dryness. We are in furnaces, most of us these days, and that is a very dry environment. So steaming, you know, getting that steam up into your sinuses, you can add some clove and cinnamon and orange to it, um, and, and inhale that. And that is going to help cleanse out all of those things. A neti pot is a great thing to do um, any time of the year. In Ayurveda, they do a neti pot cleanse every single day. And what you're doing is you're cleansing out whatever you've taken in. Um, the salt is a great cleanser. And then it's also hydrating those tissues and bringing that snot layer that I was talking about, the mucosal layer, back up and running. Drinking water with lime and um, pink salt or Celtic salt adding some cucumber or some mint, things along those lines, because I know that we're used to flavoring. Um, make sure your water is clean. I would stay away from tap water because most tap water is not clean, um, but filter your water in some way or another because that is gonna give you, um, water is a great cleanser in and of itself. It is a natural solvent. So it's gonna help break things down and move things. And if your body's breaking down chemicals, but there isn't enough fluid to move it out through the kidneys, it'll get stuck and it'll recycle back into your system. 
So drinking a lot of that clean water with some, like I said, lime and salt. Lime helps your body to take this, the minerals into uh, your cells. Cell rate in and of itself very high in sodium, which again is helping to make, take minerals into your cells because that opens up that sodium channel. And then potassium helps to take the toxins out. Get outdoors and breathe. <laughs> We, I'm thankful that the restrictions didn't keep us away from going to the park or going outside. I'm blessed to live in the woods now, so I can just go outside. But if you have the opportunity, get out. And my understanding is environments that have been toxic in the past, um, Wuhan, the, the source of this epidemic, one of the most toxic places on the planet, um, now cleaner because they weren't burning and incinerating trash. Um, you know, Shanghai, which is also incredibly toxic, clear skies again. We're seeing clear water in the canals in Venice because we've given that all a break and an opportunity. And we need that as well because we are humans who live in a natural world and nature is designed to support us. Uh, so getting out there, getting sunshine. Now we're in Michigan. This is the gray sky time in Michigan, right? February, March but you're still receiving the benefit of the sun's rays and that light in and of itself can lift you. The cool breathing in the cool air, very supportive as well. Uh, so I would say get out there, get a good walk in, even get to the point where your heart rate is up and you're breathing quickly and then take a break. Do that high intensity, um, walk fast, take a break, walk fast, take a break. You will be drawing in more oxygen. In the video yesterday, I talked about breathing. Get out there and deep breathe get grounded and connect to the earth because the human body's frequency is the same frequency as the earth. The frequency of the environment around us with Wi-Fi and cell phones and microwaves is 2.2 gigahertz, which is actually not beneficial for us. Uh, Bluetooth works against how our cells naturally operate. So get out there and just let, let the earth take that from you and you'll receive the negative ions that help support your body. Um, hydrate, 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 hydrate. I think I wrote this down like six times in my notes. <laughs> so I'm not, I don't want you to miss that uh, piece of it. Key elements are get minerals in. You got to have that pink salt, the Celtic salt, um, even black lava salt, which I have because it has this amazing smoky flavor and it adds a lot of flavor to cooking like roasts and things like that. Um, homemade Gatorade. So you can get online and find a homemade Gatorade which will bring in some nutrients. You can focus on high vitamin C, high antioxidant juices and add in that salt and you can be hydrating your kids and yourself. And it, Gatorade does not hydrate. In fact, it dehydrates um, and then you buy more. <laughs> so that's a great marketing plan, but not great for us as humans. So you can make it yourself and you can flavor it any way you want. You can have blueberry, you can have mixed berry, you could do lemon, you could do, you know, any number of things. So that's the cool part is you have control over that flavor and what the contents are of that. Because again, this is about educate yourself and then be empowered to do the right thing for yourself specifically. Supplementing, you can do ionic minerals or fulvic minerals. And if you'd like some resources on where to get those, um, I can provide those to you. When you're purchasing vegetables and fruit to get them, go organic or better. And what I mean by better is see if you can find a local source. We are, we are blessed in Michigan to have a lot of local sources for vegetables. And those individuals ask them, do you spray anything? What do you spray? Many of them will tell you I spray. Um, there's a biological enzyme that they use. There is fish emulsion. 
um, which when they spray, when I, I work at a farm that is better than organic and the day they spread fish emulsion, you always know, <laughs> no doubt about that one. Um, but that brings a lot of minerals and nutrients into it. Um, herbs, essential oils and herbs. So I want to bring those in as well, because you have a huge opportunity to bring in antioxidants and detoxify and nourish. So I want to talk to the antioxidants for a second. Um, there's a great naturopathic physician, Dr. Ben Lynch, who has studied MTHFR. So that is the, the short answer for many people is it's a, a slowed or lower ability to detoxify your body. And it's increasing in frequency. They're, the estimate is now 60% of people have some sort of deficiency in, in ability to detoxify. So antioxidants help your body to move toxins out. So he studied glutathione, which is, um, it's actually a molecule that's produced within your body. It's actually a pathway. It's a series of enzyme activities um, and is lowered in people with an MTHFR uh, polymorphism um, of there's several varieties. Uh, he does an amazing job teaching on that. But you get herbs that have antioxidant potential in them. One of them, one of the highest is thyme. Thyme has one of the highest antioxidant potentials. Oregano, cinnamon, lemongrass, clove, lemon, lime, bay leaf. Bay leaf is amazing. You can do a poultice and clear your lungs. It's incredible. Turmeric uh, or turmeric, depending on <laughs> who is, uh, is talking about it. Curries, um, marjoram. There's a long list of things you can add and increase into your cooking that will bring you that antioxidant potential. And if you're an essential oil user like me, I have increased the usage of oregano, which cleanses receptor sites, and thyme, which goes in and takes care of things that don't belong. I've increased um, the diffusing of tea tree and um, lemon and things along those lines so that we have a very clean environment to be in. And the nice thing is the water-based diffusing adds a little moisture into the air. So um, it can give you some additional benefits. And there are a lot of studies to support the use of all of these when it comes to the immune system and detoxification and protecting yourself um, or providing additional support for your body in its efforts to protect you from things that are coming in from the outside. So that's your immune system. We, the, the knowledge base that much of our um, much of our allopathic medical industry is working on is old. It's not new. It's not current knowledge on the immune system. The current knowledge on the immune system is really amazing and quite transformational if you dig into it. A few supplements that I like, Inner Defense. I take two almost every single day. Comfort Tone. Now, Comfort Tone is in the Young Living family and it is... Um, it is generally used for digestive support, but when I look at the herbs in there, it's an amazing cleansing combination. You've got barberry and Oregon grape and, and echinacea and um, bentonite clay and things along those lines. So in terms of supporting your digestion, because like 70% of your immune system is in that space, then Comfort Tone gets you there. Um, digestive enzymes, amazing for supporting that cleansing process. And of course, probiotics. Now, I'm a fan more of fermented foods than probiotics. Probiotics can do some amazing and wonderful, incredible things and can be really supportive for restoration. But 
I believe you can get a whole lot more uh, out of fermented cabbages and coleslaws and pickles and all kinds of things in the long term. And then you get all of the nutrients from them as well. So I ferment a, a coleslaw that is cabbage and carrots and, and um, ginger, onion, garlic, and um, a little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar. And in fermenting that, I get tremendous amount of bacterial impact and into the benefit as well as all the nutrients that are coming from that. And the fermentation process in and of itself brings B vitamins. And B vitamins are supportive. We burn those up when we're stressed and they're supportive of all systems of your body. B12 is also an energy booster and it's one of the, the ways you can get B12 from your food. Move, I mentioned moving. Um, I think this is an opportunity to get sedentary and sedentary is not going to benefit us long term. So get out and move, get out and do something, start an exercise, if it, even if it's stretching or um, yoga or whatever is your preference to do, but get, get your body moving, get that circulation, um, jumping. So moving your lymphatic system is important. So jumping up and down, doing jumping jacks and dry skin brushing is good for moving toxins. So the lymphatic system sits next to the, the bloodstream and it's sort of like, sort of like the trash highway in our bodies. <laughs> and it doesn't have a pump like the heart does. We have to purposely move the lymphatic system. So dry skin brushing is great for that as well as rebounding, jumping up and down, doing jumping jacks. Um, basically go out and act like a kid, right? Run and jump and have a good time. Um, I mentioned sunshine is going to be important. I happen to have a sun lamp um, that is really good. I'm, I'm fortunate to have an infrared sauna. So if you have an infrared sauna or a, even a steam sauna, get time in the sauna because one of the things that heating up, that's the reason bo the body produces a fever, is when you heat the body up, pathogens don't survive that. And so you have to get up to 102, 102 and a half for that really to be working well. So sitting in a sauna, um, if you can support with niacin, which is B3, that actually brings your body temperature up and you will detoxify and you'll remove things that don't belong. Um, you know, we, we're living in this kind of crazy world where there's a lot of anger and fear. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of people that don't know themselves and, um, you know, they, we look outside for validation and all that we need really is inside. Um, so I'm encouraging people to, to take this opportunity also to look inside and find a peaceful center for you. Um, be childlike. Again, I want to tie back to yesterday's uh, video with the practices that were in there. It's also in the Defy Gravity podcast. Um, some affirmations for today. The I am phrase is a very powerful phrase. It creates physical reality. So I am whole, I am healed, and I am happy. So those are three things that I encourage you to keep in your um, mind. And also there's a lot of great, there's a lot of grateful th things to be grateful for. Um, count your blessings, if you will. The fact that we got up today, that we have electricity, that we have food in our pantries, that we can communicate with each other through this methodology, that we can get out into nature and enjoy that time. And then I'm, I'm asking myself, how can I be service, uh, of more service to others and to support them in this time? Because 
loneliness kills more people than obesity and smoking. So we want to be careful that we don't allow people to be lonely. Um, so reach out to neighbors. If you have elderly neighbors, reach out to them, check on them. Can you, you know, do a grocery store run for them? Can I come sit with you? Can we be together? Um, all of those things are supportive for us in terms of heart energy and being loving and spreading more love out into this world. And that offsets the fear. It really does a beautiful job in doing that. Um, so let's see. Oh, daily practice. Hey, it's me. I ran into a bit of a snag with the recording and a bit was cut out. So here's the piece that was cut out. High dose vitamin C. Important for immune system, important for antioxidant potential, important for detoxification. All right, back to the recording. Uh, so daily practices, um, Donna Eden does a great thing called her daily energy moves or daily energy practice. You can just Google it right on YouTube. You can pop in there and pull it up. It's about a five to seven minute process all in, but I can tell you, you can achieve a lot of amazing things by utilizing, um, the techniques that she teaches in those daily energy moves. Meridian tracing is another really powerful thing. So the human body is energy first. Energy is what creates matter. And the meridian pathways are like our energy highways. There's a kidney pathway, a, um, a bladder pathway, a small intestine pathway, a large intestine path, a heart and circulation pathway, etc. And they sometimes get stuck. It's sort of like if you had a car accident in the highway or some construction, things get slowed down. And those places might actually, you see, you might actually sense pain or tenderness in those spots, um, but it actually slows down organs and glands from doing the work of being healthy and um, detoxifying and moving nutrients. So I would encourage you to find a good video on meridian tracing. Again, there's some great ones on YouTube and uh, I'll try to post them uh, up on my website and on the Defy Gravity page so you can link into those, the videos that I generally recommend, and then dry skin brushing. And usually with dry skin brushing or lymph brushing as it's called, you're brushing towards your heart. That's probably the easiest way to remember to do it. There is a, there is a more detailed um, uh, method available on YouTube that I've done a few times as well. And um, here's my note to you, if you've never done dry skin brushing before, the first few times you do it, you might feel a little bit of nausea. It generally passes. And I recommend you do it before you get into a hot shower because that helps your body then to move that stuff. If you have cypress essential oil, cypress is very supportive for your immune system. And I like to put cypress on before and after dry brushing for moving areas that are not moving very well. And if you've got it on your hands and want to do your meridian tracing while you're, you know, doing all of that at the same time, it's a great opportunity to do that to support your body. So those are three amazing things you can do. Um, let's see here. Let me just make sure I covered everything uh, that I wanted to. 
In the food category, I mentioned berries. I want to also mention orange and yellow foods. They support with beta carotene, which is vitamin A. Beta carotene is very supportive for your immune system. Um, so you've got butternut squash, acorn squash, oranges. Um, we're not quite to summer squash season, um, but maybe yellow and orange peppers, uh, bananas, things along those lines. Um, they're also uplifting. All of those colors are uplifting and the scents are uplifting as well. Citrus scents like orange and lemon and um, grapefruit things. Um, to support kidney detoxification, parsley and cilantro are really beneficial. Um, support digestion, increase your vegetable intake. Juicing, um, juicing is incredible and, and fasting in total is really good. They, they show that you're resetting, after the third day of fasting, you're resetting your metabolism. Your body has an opportunity to cleanse out the things that it's fighting up against. And then um, it, in that reset, when you bring in the nourishment, then it's like fuel. It's like rocket fuel. So if you think about when you're not feeling well, you really don't want to eat either. That's your body telling you, I need a fasting period. So fasting is great. Apple cider vinegar, awesome stuff. Really works well. Make sure you buy the one with the mother, right? It's got to have the floaties in the bottom of it. Um, for the liver, uh, celery is very supportive for the liver. Broccoli shows that it has detoxification chemicals for up to three days in the liver. Um, just the, the, as you get into the meridian tracing and in the daily energy practice, you're going to get the liver phases of detoxification moving. I'm not going to go into those phases here. Um, celery is really good for the liver as well. I encourage juicing celery if you can do that, but if it's not available, eat the celery. It's good stuff. It's, it's really going to be supportive for you. Um, so that was it for my notes. Hopefully that gave you a lot of good action items. Now I see some, um, some comments. Okay. Think Dirty is a pretty good app, not perfection, but it does a pretty good job. It definitely works as an eye opener to what is in our products. Absolutely. And thank you. Um, how do you feel about organic dried fruit? Um, uh, I'm supportive of dried fruit. Um, watch for whatever they're putting with it, though. You always have to read the ingredients. Um, do you know the frequency of the earth? Um, 5.8 megahertz. Does that sound about right? Um, it's been rising. So that's one of the things um, on a, um, you know, that, that they're, they're seeing is a rise in the frequency of the earth. And um, there are those that study quantum physics that believe that part of this illness is because the frequency of the human body needs to rise to match it. So that is on a quantum physics perspective. Um, I've been super enjoying dehydrated coconut water, which is what most, co uh, which is what most coconut water is unless it's raw. Um, you just mix a tablespoon with water. That's great. Um, that's going to be very convenient too. You can take that anywhere. How often do you think we should take digestive enzymes? Okay, so um, uh, the first point at which I recommend digestive enzymes is if you're eating a cooked meal. Um, the, the thing is we have digestive enzymes and metabolic enzymes. And so um, your body can only digest so much cooked food before it runs out of digestive enzymes and heads to metabolic enzymes. And that really um, increases sickness. If you look at people that eat a very cooked processed diet, they tend to look older as a general rule. Um, but when they start eating a very, a more raw, uh, plant-based diet, they tend to look, start to look younger. I experienced that in my own healing process. Um, 
So that is one purpose for digestive enzymes. Um, I do have people with digestive challenges and I do recommend for them digestive enzymes between meals as well. And I do have people that can't eat raw vegetables to start with. So digestive enzymes help support cleansing out the digestion and encouraging that reset of the digestion. Now I'm gonna come back to stress again because when we are stressed out, our body tends to take our digestive force down because you don't need to be digesting food if you're being chased by a saber-toothed tiger. So it is a, it is a core sort of um, designed process the way our bodies are designed. So I have to go back to stress if someone is dealing with digestive challenges. Are they okay to take daily? I think core digest, basic digestive enzymes, yes, they're fine to take daily. If you're eating a mostly raw food diet, um, I, they're generally not necessary. Um, but again, if you're eating a heavily cooked diet, I would definitely encourage those with each meal. Some people have digest, trouble digesting meat-based protein and um, they might benefit from a protease enzyme to help support, like if the, you know, people that eat beef or something and then they get a little bit sluggish. All right, from Laurel, I take digestive enzymes every day, that's awesome. Uh, when I first started my healing journey, digestive enzymes were the first thing that I started taking and I was taking them five times a day. And uh, after two days, I felt like a whole new human. <laughs> so um, what's the name of the energy movement videos? Um, so Donnie Eden, Eden, um, like the Garden of Eden, um, is an amazing healer and teacher. And um, she does, it's uh, the daily energy routine. And so she's done a few videos of that. You can find them online. <coughs> All right. All right, I'm going to take a sip of tea. It's a lot of talking. Any other questions or comments? All right. Well, if that's all the questions or comments, I am available. So you guys know how to get a hold of me. You can certainly message me. And uh, I'll be there. Julia. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Ann. I came live. I've got a question. Hey, yeah. Rather than typing it, I just wanted to come to you and ask. Yeah. Okay. 